Hey everyone, it is a special emergency edition of the Rose Rotation because things are going crazy in Queens. And so we brought in our New York Mets expert. Why is that? Because he pitches for the New York Mets and he is a co-host of the Chris Rose Rotation. It is Trevor May. Happy post-Thanksgiving in uh, more ways than one, two, three, four new teammates. How you doing, dude? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm not as good as you are. Yeah, it's good. It's great. I'm. I, I didn't. I didn't anticipate four signings, but uh, it's definitely better than zero. That's for sure. Uh, yeah, I, I'm super excited. I mean, we got. Who we got? Let's go through it. Starlin Marte, who I played against last year, actually over the years a few times um, with the Pirates and with the Marlins, and he's a huge addition to our outfield. Um, Eduardo Escobar, who I played with many years with Minnesota, he's an amazing teammate, a great hitter, and a great player. He's actually gotten even better since the last time we played together, so I'm I'm excited to play again together. Uh, um, uh, Mark Canna, and uh, obviously Mad Max. I mean, adding Mad Max to Jacob Degrom is, I think, something a lot of people are excited about for sure. Okay, when you first heard that you guys were in on Scherzer, what were you thinking? Um, you know, I've heard a lot of things through the grapevine that. Uh, uh, you know, he had a no trade clause. I don't know if any of this is even verified. I'm going to be honest. I don't know if anybody, uh, but you know, people conjecture who was on the no trade list. Uh, uh, we, you know, a lot of people thought that, uh, other teams in the AL East, including, or the, sorry, NL East, including the Mets were on that list, uh, uh, even last year. So like he was not wanting to go anywhere else outside of, uh, uh, DC if he was going to be. So that, that, you know, that was for a lot of people that'd be like, well, you know, his chance of signing there in free agency is probably low, you know? Um, and, uh, so yeah, it was surprising, I think on a lot of fronts, um, but not surprising that, that Steve, uh, is, is, is approaching or, 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 um, giving the green light to, to pursue a lot of these guys really, really, uh, aggressively, um, from a money standpoint, because we got, uh, we got some cap space and or cap, it's not cap space, some luxury space to use. And, uh, it was, I'm, I'm happy that, that we were able to get, you know, get in his ear and, and get him to get him to say, yes, come to, come to the big city. How much do you pay attention? I mean, you're a baseball fan, you're employed by the New York Mets, but do you follow it the way we do? Like we're on Twitter constantly refreshing like every 30 seconds based on no. what's happened over the last four days. No, that's definitely not something I do it, because I, I've, I've learned over the years that I, I did that, do that a little bit more when I was younger. Um, but then I realized that, uh, again, I had no control over it and I'll see who we got at the time. Uh, when it comes down to it too, a lot, you know, a lot of people, uh, uh, right now we're definitely in the, uh, projections on paper, you know, situation where, uh, this team's supposed to be X, Y, and Z on paper, and we can talk about that all the time. But after playing as long as I have now, I know that uh, so many. It, it all comes down to staying healthy, you know, keeping, make, ever, having everyone be feeling good and 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 feeling and being be uh, being able to be on the field at the same time, and all this stuff has as to happen as well. But when you have a good team on paper, that gives you potentially it gives you that that high ceiling that you want, and and that's a good place to start. So. Um, uh, you know, the t potentials there, you know, especially going into last year, we had the potential to go out and, uh, uh, win a division and we, you know, we were close, um, but adding these guys could, uh, could, could take it over to over, over the uh, hill. But again, all those, this, all that other stuff still stands. You gotta, you gotta make, so I, I, I temper, temper my enthusiasm or maybe expectation just, just, um, 
to try to be uh, uh, as realistic as possible with myself and just make sure that I'm ready to go when it's my turn to uh, uh, pitch and be ready to go uh, for the season. But um, it's still exciting at the end of the day, but maybe not as exciting as for me. Not as like, uh, um, yeah, you're wildly as exciting as a fan. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I don't look at it as a fan, as a fan uh, situation anymore. More of the coworkers. I'm really excited to have it, but it's it's a di- definitely a different way to look at it for me than it is for most people, for sure. But it's also important not only to throw money at a problem, as we like to say, but to throw money at the right guys. I mean, we all know about Scherzer. If you go talk to guys that have been his teammates, whether it's in Arizona, Detroit, Washington, or the short time in L.A., they all say the same thing. Like he prepares unlike virtually any other guy. It's why he and Kershaw were probably so good together because that's they're kind of cut from the same cloth. And Scherzer, like, I always hear how annoying he is the other four days in the dugout because he doesn't know what to do with himself, like, in a good way. Like, yeah. people love him as a teammate, but he's like, he's so into the games and he's running around the dugout and all that sort of stuff. But you're bringing in Escobar, who you've known for years and is one of the best dudes in baseball. Hear great things about Canna and Starling Marte. Same thing as well. Miguel Rojas talks him up. And uh, it's really important to get those guys because now that you've played a year in New York, you understand it is a different animal out there. Like, what are these four guys who have never pitched or played in New York getting themselves into, in your opinion? Uh, yeah, I, you know, start with Max. Max is going to have no problem. I don't think anybody, uh, there's no, you know, obstacle that guy can't overcome. Um, I don't think that a fan base or, or or media or anything is going to like you know uh, uh in terms of being having high expectations or whatever i don't think he's going to shirk from any of that responsibility that he feels like he has and he's going to be he's been the uh, blockbuster guy in every single trade slash free agency signing he's ever had so this is definitely uh um uh, uh normal waters for him um <clears throat> and i think that uh, uh you know guys like starlin Marte and 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 canna and Escobar, Esky's been around a long, a while uh, for for a good amount of time now, and he got traded at the deadline not only last year, but he also got traded from the Twins in 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 eighteen at the deadline as well in order to make a run. So like he's again, he's he, he's being he be he's constantly brought into a team in order to and help them win and compete right now, uh, and that is that is kind of the nature of him switching teams as well. So. Uh, um, and, and Marte had a career year last year who, who provides all kinds of, uh, uh, danger on the, on the bases as well as getting on base and, and, uh, producing runs. So, uh, um, uh, you know, and Canada's had, had, he's been on a good team pretty much every, t- every year. Um, he's been on a playoff team or someone who's at least competing for the, for the spot. I think only one year he didn't make the playoffs and that was last year. So like it, it's been, uh, uh, it's winners. There's guys who've, who've won and, and who expect to win. Um, and add that guy to the guys we had last year who brought in with, with McCann, myself, and and Lindor. We've all we've all been on, uh, um, you know, some of the best teams that those those teams have had in the last decade, and we want to all win together. So uh, I think we got guys who 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 really want to want to go to the postseason, want to get get into the playoffs, and uh, who know how to do it. And uh, I think that Max is a guy, especially watching as a bullpen guy. You know, you got to pry the ball out of his cold dead fingers in order to get him to stop pitching and as a bullpen guy that's something that's just like i I, you know i thrive off that that fires me up but also at the same time like you know there's going to be days where he throws eight and or or goes nine um and just says you guys get the day off and i'm always i'm always up for that too always i hear you um want to talk a little bit about your owner Stephen cohen 
Richest guy in baseball. We know that. Um, last week, made some more Twitter headlines when after Stephen Matt signed <clears throat> pardon me, a four-year deal with the Cardinals, he basically said it was the most unprofessional thing he's ever seen out of an agent, called the person out, said that we expected to kind of get our last at-bats, if you will, and people took shots at Stephen Cohn. In fact, Buster only said what Cohn doesn't seem to understand or care to acknowledge is that every time he publicly gripes about agents, his offense, or his fans, he is denting the franchise that cost him nearly $2.5 billion. Tweet by tweet, he is feeding the perception among rival executives and agents, and most importantly among players, that the Mets have somehow become more dysfunctional under Cohn than they were under the Wilpon family, the previous ownership group, and that is an extraordinarily high bar. He is feeding the perception that the Mets are evolving into their own Big Apple circus, with the owner looming as a threat to attack everything from agents to their slumping hitters. What would your response be to Buster Only and the <laughs> critic Stephen Cohen today? Jeez, Chris, I did. I frankly didn't expect that you would hit me with that. Uh, you know, but I am the uh, I am the you know the spokesperson for the Mets, not only on this show but also um, the, on social media in general. Well, um, in fairness, though, we have talked about Stephen Cohen and his tweets and what it means, yeah, and his presence in the locker room. How you've had some friendly conversations with him, but there. It, I imagine that when you heard what he said about Stephen Matt, you're like, oh, Jesus, is this going to cost us some free agents? And it hasn't at all because the guy has said, here's the money. I want you here and I want to build a winner. Yeah, I, I, I think that um, I think that both. Uh, uh, I think that the, the maybe the comment by Buster wasn't, you know, completely without merit or logic. Right. Like if you just think of it logically, um that uh, uh, being being public with remarks can either can get you uh, you know pigeonholed into a certain way people think about you, and uh, that could be definitely something that could happen in this case. And I think that you know, but but I think that at the end of the day, it's going to come down to experience and just like uh, as a person who has also had instances in their life where they have uh, vented frustration so publicly on social media and things i i i understand the impulse uh and i understand especially when <clears throat> it's something uh that uh it's a it's a topic that you know you have a lot of people that follow you or are in your circle that feel the same way so you can get support um and and you know i get it i i i 100 get it but i i think that um you know I think that more the more often things like uh, uh, the negotiations like these happen, and and having more of a uh, um, you know hands on role with how those negotiations are going right now, this might be you know has he hasn't done it a ton yet. He's, he's getting more and more experience under his belt, and uh, I, I know from having years of extensive conversations with my own agent and other agents. It's just kind of par for the course with negotiations uh right you know there's there there is no like rule in a book that says hey you know they have to if they say they're going to give you the last opportunity to get an offer in they have to give it to you they, they can pull that off the table at any minute at any time like it's just the way that it works and sometimes you just like you didn't get the opportunity to lock in a guy that you uh were told that you were going to have and um i i, I know that just by reading lots of bad article, uh, lots of stuff about other negotiations over the years and talk to players that have been in negotiations like this, where they, they thought they were going to get an offer from another team and that offer never came. 
Uh, I'll never forget when I was drafted, I was actually called in the third round by a team, told that they were going to take me with a pick, and then they just didn't. <laughs> and I was Sorry, very at you. I was very, very angry about that. And then the next round came around, and they said, hey, if you're available again, we're going to take you. And I was like, oh, okay. And then the Phillies took me before they could. But that's that's just – that's just. but then I was angry for weeks and months about that. And then I realized, well, that's just kind of what happens. And this the nature of this game. That there's no there's no guarantees anywhere until things happen. And, you know, you see that all the time. And I, I understand the venting frustration. I think it's just – I think that – um uh, everything is a learning experience, and I think that uh, uh, um, over time, you know, uh, it's just it, sometimes you got to just do those things to, to in order to uh, to to you know fix it later. Maybe. Well, here's what I have to say about Stephen Cohn. I don't think he's done everything right here. I think, however, if I were a player, I would want a few things from my ownership group. Obviously, I want to know that I get paid. And if I'm a free agent, am I going to get what I feel like I'm worth? There's no question he's willing to pay people. Check mark. Is he willing to do everything to make sure that we are in the best position possible to win? Now, I know that a lot of shit has gone wrong behind the scenes here over the last few months with they've hired some people and then gotten rid of some people. That that has been a cluster, and I think we can all admit that that hasn't worked out perfectly. Are they going to get better? You certainly hope so. But So I want to know that ownership spends. I want to know that we're going to have the best ability to add people at the deadline and not worry about, are we going over the luxury tax and all that sort of shit? That's not happening. And mm. by the way, I want to know that my ownership is invested in my team if I'm a fan. W- will he scare the occasional free agent away because he people might say he's bonkers on Twitter and I don't want to deal with that? Might happen. Might. But I don't think it will very often. I think at the end of the day, that the guy cares. And I very much equate him to Mark Cuban when Mark Cuban started out in this business with the Dallas Mavericks two decades ago. He was all over the place. He's challenging the league. He's taking shots at David Stern. If if we had Twitter in 2002, he would have been all over that at the time as a guy in his 40s instead of an older guy that's now in his 60s and has wised up a little bit more. Mm -hmm. So to me, I'd be excited if I were a Mets player and a Mets fan. It's that simple. Yeah, um, and we are, and I know they are. Oh, I know they are. I know the fans are, uh, for certain. I, I mean, you know, <clears throat> at some point you got to walk, walk. If you're going to talk the talk, you got to walk the walk. I think that that that's a great example of what's happening here. I think that getting guys to sign here has has happened fast and in a big way. Um, you know, and then it's going to be we got to just keep keep working uh, from the guys who are here. Now that we're here, um, it's about building that philosophy uh, of how do we how do we prefer produce w's uh far more often than than the other thing um and it's you know it's it's going to be a collective effort and like i said staying healthy and making sure that you know you're prepared to go ready ready in at the beginning of the season and getting everything you need in order to be in the right mind space to go make a run like that those are the things that need to happen i mean i know there's still guys to sign and there's lots of off season to go and lots of things that need to happen with all kinds of stuff in baseball right now in order to get into 22 but um you know the start is getting the guys, getting the players, and then once you got the guys in the in the locker room and, and the, the group that you're going to go out and you're going to compete with, you uh, you then it then becomes your work day in and day out. And I think that we got some of the guys that do their work um, and are going to have a lot to bring to the table in that in that uh, uh, realm as well too. So 
Um, I like I can't wait to watch a uh I I can't wait to sign the waiver and watch a Max Scherzer bullpen. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. By the way, somebody in the chat, Luke just said uh Mark Cuban is actually likable. Cohen is not. All I can tell you is, Luke, I don't know how old you are. Um, I'm just telling you, hit the rewind button when Mark Cuban took over the Dallas Mavericks. Yeah, you would have thought the same it wasn't thing. Probably. The most, it wasn't the most popular thing. I'm just telling you that it, it wasn't. He is now. He's warm and fuzzy, and he's got his own, you know, he's on a very popular TV show, and he's kind of calmed down social media-wise for the most part over the last few years. But he wasn't always this popular. He just wasn't. And Steve Cohen is, is trying to take over a franchise which hasn't won since 1986 and has been to two World Series since then, and that's it. And he's trying to put his stamp on it. I don't know if it's going to work, but all I can tell you is if I were a fan, at least I know that my ownership gives a shit. And that's a big thing. Yeah, it is. That's a big thing. So I don't know. Um, that's it. I appreciate you hopping on during this emergency broadcast today because it's not every day that your team signs four big free agents including the best pitcher out there on the market. It's a big day, big day for Mets, big day for Mets fans. I'm excited to be continue to be a part of it. And, uh, you know, it's uh, if, if you need a little bit of motivation to get ready for the season, there, there it goes. There we go. We got it. Good. And we made it through an entire 18 minute conversation or so without talking about a, an impending lockout. So we there did. you go. We did. Yeah. What is that? Two days. Yeah, I'm sure you have plenty to talk about that later. Um, but I, I, I'll let's get me in that one, huh? <laughs> we'll see. All right, you got anything fun coming up, streaming wise, or anything that your fans should know about? Nope. Um, I've been taking a little bit of a break. Uh, yeah, a little bit of, little bit of other, other stuff has taken my, uh, my attention here in the, in the short term. But uh, hopefully, we'll be, we'll, we'll have some fun projects and stuff to talk about soon again. Great. I do appreciate it. I know that the fans appreciate it, too, because it's nice to hear from an active player on what this means for your team moving forward. So thank you. I don't take it lightly. Uh, it's a big responsibility that I've thrown on you, and I'm sorry to put you in a difficult position. No, today. it's okay. It's okay. I feel like I can handle these things. So thank you. Thanks for I, having me. I, believe me, you can you know answer uh, moderately interesting questions from Chris Rose. Then you should be fine. Um Tell your family hello. We appreciate it. We'll see everybody else on Baseball Today, Wednesday, 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific, unless something breaks, and then we'll be all over it. That's what we do here at John Boy Media. Thanks for tuning in.